Here we go, college football payoff podcast. We are back with uh, the third week, third and final week before the national championship. Uh, we're doing this remote because it is Part the holiday three. season. Yep. Uh, that's Fuji. He's calling in from Florida. From Jensen Beach, Florida. Justin Beach. There we go. And I'm still in Cleveland, Ohio. So, all right. Uh, we are not going to. We're not going to take up too much time here. We're just going to fly through. We're finally getting into the games that are kind of your big ticket games. Okay. So we're going to follow, we're going to fly through um, some of the bigger games towards the end of the uh, schedule and then get into our New Year's six, our big bowls, and then our semifinals. And then, you know, give us locks, leans, or leaves. So uh, we will just go right down the list. You ready to go? I'm ready to rock. All right. All right. Duke's Mayo Bowl, Friday, December 30th. Uh, this is noon. Maryland against NC State. NC State is a one point favorite, total set at 46 and a half. Uh, this is being played in Charlotte. So, do you have anything for this one? Yeah. Um, ever since Devin Lean fooled me, but they somehow managed to squeak out eight wins. Um, if I had to look anywhere uh, for this game, it would probably be a lean towards the under 46, um, just because uh, two is little brother. And that Maryland offense got stifled a lot towards the end of the season, playing um, in that Big Ten schedule. So I think if NCAA State is able to slow them down, they won't be able to put up many points in the first place. So I, I feel good with the under 46 lean. Yeah, I mean, uh, watching Maryland and knowing that they do have they have a average defense. Their offense was pretty much behind Tua's younger brother. I mean, they were a passing offense. They put up points but their defense just couldn't stop anybody but uh in this game i feel like coming off of maryland having scored they scored 10 points combined against good defenses with penn state and wisconsin uh and for their top six receivers are not available so i'm probably going to stay away with from this one just because i'm not too sure what maryland's going to be able to do on the offensive side of the ball and you know if nc state can play offense. They can jump out early. Uh, I just don't see Maryland being able to keep up with them. But again, you never really know with this game. So I'm going to stay away from it. Nice. I'll be looking for the Mayo bath at the end of the game. (laughs) Yeah. That was the one big thing is the Mayo bath. (laughs) They did come out and say that they're going to do it too. So yeah, both, both coaches have agreed. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Friday, December 30th. This is 2 o'clock. So this is Pittsburgh against UCLA. UCLA is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, totals at 53-and-a-half uh, down in El Paso, Texas. Uh, I do not have a lock, but I do I do have a lean a little bit one way in this one. Do you have a lock on this? I do, actually. Let's All right, let's hear. I, I have less locks on this episode than most, but uh, I do like UCLA minus five and a half here. Yeah, that's where I was um, leaning. Were you leaning that way? Yeah, yeah. So Slovis, Keaton Slovis, starting quarterback for Pittsburgh, has already hit the transfer portal this year. And um, Pitt's running back, um, let's, I don't know, Abin Nakanda, he, mm-hmm. uh, with, he's at over 1,400 yards this year, 20 touchdowns. Um, I think, think he is also off. Out not playing in this game, so um, on on the other side of the ball, uh, UCLA's running back is I think fifty fifty, but it's looking like DTR at quarterback is going to play this game, mm-hmm. 
And if UCLA can get most of their starters in this game, even without starting running back, I, I do like UCLA here. I don't think that Pat Narduzzi will be able to scheme up an offense, uh, offensive game plan with the backup quarterback to keep up with, with UCLA. So I like UCLA all the way up to six and a half. So I'll take it at minus five and a half. Yeah. DTR uh, looks like he is going to play. So that's, that's kind of my driving factor in this one. Um, but with, with guys who, who are kind of iffy on if they're going to play or not, that's why I kind of lean rather than lock, but uh, this is more of a heavy lean towards UCLA for me, but I like the lock for you. Perfect. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. This is Friday, December 30th, 3.30 p.m. So this is three of four games on Friday. Notre Dame against South Carolina. I think this is going to be a really good one. Notre Dame, two-point favorite, total set at 51 and a half uh, down in Jacksonville. Um, you know, looking at this one, I, I really want to lock something in. And I think what I'm going to lock in is the over. Uh, Notre Dame's offense, I feel, has they've they've taken shape against Ohio State early in the year. They were able to score. I think I think their head coach gets them going for this. You know, a bowl game, his first bowl game. I feel like he gets them going. But Spencer Rattler, he's big play written all over him. So uh, I want to lock in the over just just on the big play factor from Spencer Rattler. And okay. Notre Dame, it seems like uh, it just seems like their coach is going to get them going. I don't know why. It, it, it it's. I like Freeman. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's getting the recruiting going. And so I, I feel like I this is going to help his recruiting, you know? Oh, absolutely. And the fact that they were able to sneak back into uh, the rankings at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. After that, just absolutely abysmal start and lost to Marshall. I didn't know what – I didn't think Freeman was going to last long. But to turn this, like, pretty much offensive-less team around to get to 8-4 and four is pretty impressive. I, I want to lean Notre Dame here, but mm-hmm. – um, just because I think, you know, South Carolina with those two huge wins at the end of the year might be a little overhyped. Um, but I know Shane Beamer will have his guys ready. So for me, this is a stay away, but I, I like I like your over over here. Sweet. All right. Uh Barstool Sports, Arizona Bowl. So this is the last game on Friday okay. the thirtieth, four thirty PM. Ohio, one point favorite right now. Shout out Wyoming. To, yeah, shout out to this one. <laughs> yep. Uh totals at 41. This is out in Tucson. This is, this is bad, sorry. <laughs> this is going to be a good This will be a fun game. I mean, it's going to be a bad game, but Barcelona makes it makes it fun, you know. Big Cats hyping it up. So, uh with this one is he singing the national anthem? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. He always does. I love that. <laughs> so, do you have a lock or a lean? I, I want to lean Ohio here. I'm not going to lock it up. We know how slow-paced Wyoming is. They're one of the slowest offenses in the world. Um, but Curtis Rourke for uh, Ohio at quarterback, he's had such a solid season. He's probably the best quarterback in the MAC this year, uh, 3,200 yards and 25 touchdowns through the air. If he can get going, I think Ohio wins this game. Um, so I would, I'm would i leaning Ohio minus one and a half. All right, well, this might change your mind then. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, Ohio is going to be out with uh, without Curtis Rourke for this one. Um, both these teams are without their best offensive weapons. So Ohio's without Rourke, who was the MAC Player of the Year, and Wyoming's without their one thousand one thousand yard rusher. So, but of the two, which is why I'm actually going to be leaning Wyoming plus one. Rourke, I think, is the bigger loss because his backup just 
you know, a backup at a Mac school, no offense, but it's not going to be able to, he won't be able to fill the shoes as well as Rourke has. So uh, right. with, with team, with players missing in this one, especially the Mac player of the year, I, I got to lean with Wyoming plus points. Okay. Uh, no lock though. Yeah, no, no, no lock. I can't lock any bolt, any uh, Mac bowl games. Right. Fight. Transperfect Music City Bowl. So this is the f- first and only game. No, it's not the first and only. So I'm going. I saved yep. the, the, the uh, New Year's Six and all those for later. For the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So Transperfect Music City Bowl, Saturday the 31st at noon. Iowa two and a half point favorites against Kentucky. Totals at 31 and a half out in Nashville. Do you got a I, side? I don't. I mean, I would lean over here to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to take a side here. I also think it's really dumb that Iowa and Kentucky are playing each other again in a bowl game back to back years. Yeah. Um. I don't know who decided that, but that's just asinine. Um. But uh, I. I would lean over just because of the turnover capability in this game. I mean, I do think there has the potential to be a lot of turnovers. Is Is Will Levis in this game or out? Uh, last I saw, he was in, but let me let me double check. In, yeah, okay. I'm not seeing anything. That yeah, it says might he's be out. better for him to. It might be better for him to sit out uh, instead of show showing NFL scouts uh, a performance against Iowa's defense. Wait a minute. Okay, so Will Levis decided to opt well, out. No. So Will Levis is out. Yeah. See, I I just I think there's two. Uh, Okay, perfect. I, I I think there's too much potential for like this to be a high turnover game with short short fields to at least put enough points up to get over 31. So I'll I'll, I'll lean that over 31 and a half for this one. Awesome. Okay. Um. So now we have oh the cheese it sit no 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 I'm I'm jumping ahead of everything. Reliquest Bowl. So this is Monday, uh, January second. Noon kickoff. This is Mississippi State minus one against Illinois. Total set at 46. Tampa, Florida. I am locking this game on principle. All right. This is Mississippi yeah, State. I, I figured there'd be a principal principal lock here. Yep. I mean, you really don't have to get into much with this one. Uh, I feel like everybody's gonna be pulling for Mississippi State as much as they can. Um, with Mike Leach and and how that went down. So I think this is a this is a principal lock for me. All right. So I hate to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I think I'm gonna have to lock up Illinois plus one. Good, that's what we need. Um and yeah, and you know, I, I want Illinois I want Mississippi State to win. I think that you know, it's Mike Leach dying is a tragedy to college football and, and the nation as a whole. He's probably mm-hmm. one of the most loved and most fascinating figures to to ever coach college football. But I I truly think this Illinois defense has exactly what it takes to shut down the air raid. I think that their offense is going to succeed because Mister got thrown into the head coaching role. So I I don't know if it's just business as usual over there, but I I love this Illinois defense and I love Illinois running back. Um, I I just think they'll be able to put up points on the board, enough points to to win this game. 
defense in, mm-hmm. in enough to shut down this air raid offense. So I'm sorry, Mike Leach. May you rest in peace. But uh, I, I, ha- I have to go with the Illini plus one. All right. That's fine with me. Okay. Uh, cheese it. Citrus Bowl. This is uh, Monday the 2nd, 1 o'clock. LSU 14.5 point favorites against Purdue. Totals 55.5 down in Orlando. I have a lean. I do not have a lock. Uh, what's, what, I do not have a lock. What's, what's your lean on this one? I'm leaning the over in this 55 and a half. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what Purdue will do without um, Jeff Brom because he never knew how to run the ball. He only knew how to pass. And with him going to Louisville, I wonder if that changes at all for the bowl game. Mm-hmm. But uh, Purdue might want to throw it all around because they just did get Hudson Card through the transfer portal, which yep. is a huge get, especially for Purdue. Um, we know LSU can score when they want to, and Purdue's defense isn't that menacing whatsoever. So yeah, I, I like I like what you're doing here, and uh, also Drew Brees, uh, honorary assistant coach for Purdue in this this bowl season. Yeah, that's a that's kind of why I wanted to go with Purdue, but at the same time, I, I'm good with points being scored, um, just a high scoring affair. So, all right. Uh, now we're getting into our big time New Year's Six bowls. So we got the Capital One Orange Bowl, Friday, uh, December thirtieth, eight p.m. Tennessee against Clemson down in Miami. Uh, Clemson's a five and a half point favorite. Totals at sixty three and a half. What do you got? So I wanted, I want, um, clubs or not Clemson. I want Tennessee to win this game big time. Mm-hmm. I'm I've just become an anti-Dabo guy. But I know he's had a whole, you know, bowl season to prep Kincaid at quarterback, and he is the future, so they're going to try a lot of different things with him. Um, I know Clemson is going to be motivated to play this game just because of who their coach is. Um, and I just really don't know. I know Tennessee survived without Hooker um, to finish out the season, but they didn't really play anybody. Mm-mm. So I also think this Clemson defense has what it takes to maybe shut down those deep balls from Tennessee. So if I had to look anywhere here, um, it's going to be towards the under. But I, um, this is just through and through a stay away game for me. Okay, so you're staying away. All right, I'm leaning. Yeah. I'm leaning Clemson minus five and a half, just because okay. Tennessee doesn't look good without Hooker. And uh, like you said, Dabo gets his guys up for bowl games, for big games like this, and trying to break in a new quarterback. I think. I think he kind of opens it up and and lets him get that confidence and really tries to pull this one out. So I'm I, leaning I, Clemson. I, as much as I dislike Dabo, I will say, dude, he he could get you pumped up to go to church. So, <laughs> um, well, you know, I I don't doubt that Clemson will be be ready for this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got all their nil from from the man above. <laughs> they mentioned like this through yeah. God or something. Yep. What a dick! All right. Uh, all state sugar bowl. So this is the first time, is this the first time or second time that Bama hasn't been in the college football playoff? Um, I want to say second. Yeah. I think but so actually, I, I actually don't know. I may be full of shit. So, all right. So all state sugar bowl Saturday, the 31st at noon, this is Bama against Kansas state, uh, in new Orleans, Bama six and a half point favorite total set at 55 and a half. 
you can't I don't I feel like you can't go against Bama in a bowl game like this although I do love Kansas State I always love Kansas State in these underdog roles um but I feel like you cannot go against Nick Saban when he he really wanted to be in the playoff and I feel bad for Kansas State in this game though do you have a lock I'm going with Alabama man yeah. I mean I know I know it's going to be hard for them to to get up for a game that uh that you uh you, you expect to be in the college football playoff and now you're, you still have a respect the sugar bowl is a respectable game but it's not what alabama plays for mm-hmm. by any means but uh for the rest of the team to look around and see that bryce young and will anderson jr are are going to suck it up and, and play this uh this game when they should both they should both be probably top five picks in the nfl draft this year i i don't know i see them uh, I see just the team seeing that and them leading by example, and I I, I think they pull off a win here yep. uh, by at least a touchdown. They have way much. They have a lot better talent than Kansas State, just recruiting wise and guys on the field. Kansas State's a hell of a Big Twelve football team, but when it comes to playing against Alabama, I, I don't. They should. This spread should probably be close to nine and a half, ten. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lock in Bama as well. Bama six and nice. a half. Yep. We got right. one fight, one agreement. One fight, one agreement. Maybe we'll have another fight. Who knows? All right. Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Monday the 2nd, 1 p.m., Tulane against USC. USC is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Total 62-and-a-half down in Arlington, Texas. Tulane, I mean, it's a good, it's a feel-good story, but uh, I don't know, man. What are you feeling? I am locking in uh, over 62. Over 62? Yeah, well, Caleb Williams is playing for this or no? Because uh, that's what that's what's hard. I I really want to lock up over sixty two, but yeah, he's playing. I just he's playing. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I don't see Tulane being able to stop Caleb Williams, and I don't see USC able defense being able to stop anybody. So, um, I I. Even if this game lands on a forty-two twenty-one scenario blowout, no matter which way it is, um, I I like this over sixty-two here. Yeah, that sounds good Just, to me. I mean, I've 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 tried fading, you know, at least maybe not on the pod, but week to week in, in regular betting, I've tried fading uh, USC's defense uh, weekly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm just going to continue that here. And especially this, we know this group of five schools is going to give literally everything they have to beat USC and beat the Heisman winner. This Tulane wins this game. This will be the biggest uh, victory in Tulane's football program's history. So yeah. I I know they'll at least give their best effort. So I'll, even if that's not enough, I feel good about over 62. Yeah, I'll lean. I'll lean that way just because USC is a fire. Like they they fire on all cylinders and on the offensive side of the ball. So I'll lean the total with you on this one. Uh, I'm gonna. I have a lock for this one though. The Rose Bowl Monday. Uh oh. January second, five p.m. Penn State against Utah. Utah two and a half point favorites. Totals fifty one and a half at the famous Rose Bowl in. Pasadena, California, uh, Utah. I, I'm t- I'm taking Utah minus two and a half. Uh, they've never met. These two teams have never met, and you know, ranked high in in this high in the country when 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 playing in a big bowl game like this. So Penn State 
Joey Porter Jr. is foregoing this game, getting ready for the draft. Utah, I, I love Utah's offense and Penn State's defense. I feel like you lose in when, – when you start to lose guys like this, like your big time, everyone goes there to see see Joey Porter on defense. What's he going to do? And then he leaves, like you say, it takes the – it takes the wind out of your sails as a defensive unit and the way Utah can move the ball, man. We saw it last year in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Cam Rising shredded USC secondary this year for 310 passing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I, I think Penn State's defense is a little bit better, but okay. Utah's, Utah's offense just fires, and I don't like Sean Clifford. I, I, <laughs> I, I think Sean Clifford just kind of – you know, gets his butthole tight when he gets into big games. So, I, I don't know if Sean Clifford's ever won a big game, and he's been there for like six years. Exactly. I mean, every time you think of him, yeah, he he'll have like a big half, or he'll have a big quarter, you know, of games and all this, but he can never win the big games. So he's. I, I think a perfect way to describe him is he's he's diet Max Duggan. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Actually, we might have to coin <laughs> but, that. But I, I, I'm not going to lock it up, but I lean with you here. Uh, Kyle Whittingham is tried forever. I mean, I, he was about to retire. He came back last year, lost uh, the Rose Bowl to your Buckeyes. I don't mm-hmm. think he loses again. I think I think this is – he might retire after this game if he um, – if, if Utah could pull this off. So I'm, I'm going to go with, with Utah. Beauty. All right, now we've made it to the, the two semifinal games. First off is the Vrebo. Fiesta Bowl. So this is Saturday, the 31st, 4 p.m. TCU against Michigan. Michigan's a seven and a half point favorite. Total's 58 and a half. Glendale, Arizona. I have a lock for the Ohio State Georgia game. Do you have a lock for this one? I, I actually don't have a lock for any of the playoff games, but I would love to love to hear what you're thinking here. For TCU Michigan? Yeah. I, I think Michigan runs away with this one. Yeah. Um, is is Corum playing? Or is he out? He's out. I think uh, Corm's done, but I mean, we've seen what's gone on with uh, with the backup in there, and yeah. how how the, I mean, they really didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. So, I I want to lean with you here. It's just well, this isn't a lock. Man. No, I got a lock for Ohio oh. State. Okay, okay. So, but you're you're leaning Michigan. Yeah, yeah, Michigan. Yes. So before we get to the real, the actual good game, which is the the Ohio State Georgia game, which. You know, probably was was my preseason guess for the uh, the national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, TCU, great story, but they've they've just I think their luck's run out. I actually think their luck ran out in the Big Twelve championship, but they they did deserve to get into the playoff. Um, I guess by by the standards of the college football playoff, mm-hmm. but um, I mean Michigan, we know from watching them all years, had a tough time starting games, so. I would expect this game to be pretty close at halftime. Um, mm. So if you're looking for a halftime play, maybe lean TCU, just because we, we've we seen Michigan struggle all year up to the half. Right. But um, I, I just think ultimately when it comes to dudes that you have on your in the trenches um, and just all-around talent on the team, Michigan should should be able to pull away here late in the fourth or, or mid-fourth quarter. So I, I – I think this game will be will be close for maybe about 75-80% of it, but I don't think the final score will tell you that. There we go. All right, and then the last game, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. 
second semifinal Saturday, the 31st, 8 p.m. in Atlanta, Georgia. Ohio State against Georgia. Georgia's six and a half point favorite. Totals at uh, 62 and a half. Look, I want Ohio State to win, but I know that it can be a delusional thought that they're going to be able to run away with this. I hope it's a good game. So I think in order for this to be a good game, Ohio State's defense has stepped up this year. But I think Ryan Day kind of feels the heat from everyone saying that he can't win these big games. He can't score points. He's He's a system guy who can't make adjustments. Ohio State's offense needs to go off. They are going to go off big time. They're going to score a lot of points. But Georgia is also going to score some points as well. So I'm taking the over 62 and a half in this game uh, just because I'm taking my side out of it. I want Ohio State to win, but I think, and it's not necessarily Stroud, but I think those wide receivers, Ohio State's wide receivers always come up big in these big, t- in these big bowl games, right? You saw last year, Jackson Smith and Jigbo, it was his coming out party, right? I think Marvin Harrison has a big game and it could go one of two ways. Ohio State comes out firing. Georgia fires back. They're just going back and forth. It's a great game. Or Georgia can jump out early, right? And that'll force Ohio State to have to keep up. I think Ohio State will will start to feel the pressure of, like, Michigan, you know? So they're like, man, we can't do this again. We got to go firing. And Ryan Day is going to start to turn over a little bit to um, Brian Hartline and let him start yeah. calling some stuff. but. I'm yeah, they they the kept him for a reason. They yep. they they got Hartline to stay there for a reason. So I I like you. You said you're locking up the over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like where you're thinking with that. I I think Stroud's gonna. I hope Stroud can like deliver here. That's that's my biggest concern. I think Mayan Williams is gonna be healthy, so I'm not worried about him. I I think Mayan Williams can go toe to toe with anybody on that Georgia defense when it comes to physicality. I mean, he's one of my favorite backs to watch just because he just looks like one big muscle. Yeah, like I, I'm very excited to watch him go against this, and I really want Georgia to win, or I mean Ohio State to win, so we can see this Michigan Ohio State national championship. I think that'll I think that'll smash maybe any national championship ever watched, and I think that'll be really good for the sport of of college football, especially if we get you know a Big Ten showcase instead of it being the SEC show every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that I I don't know I. I if if Ohio State and Georgia stay close in the beginning, I think this game's going to be on Mayan Williams' shoulders. Right. Um, but if if you know Georgia jumps out to a lead, it's going to be can C.J. Stroud you know grow some nuts here? You know you failed against Michigan in your career. Can you? But you had a good Rose Bowl last year against Utah. Can you perform in the big game? Yeah. And I think NFL scouts will want to see that too. So I I feel good about Marvin Harrison Jr. I feel like uh Ibuka, I like Abuka a lot. Um and you know maybe Cage uh, we all talk about uh you know the the tight end power that Georgia has, but maybe Cade Stover from from Ohio State is the the dark horse here that the dark horse tight end that really shows out this game. Beauty. Yeah, I like Cade Stover a lot. Okay. Well, that's it, man. Uh we're running out of time here on Zoom. They're going to kick us out. So Real quick, you want to just run through your oh, no. run through your locks, and then yeah, I'll give them the socials. Give my locks real quick. Fuji bets my locks for bowl season part three is UCLA minus five and a half facing Pitt and the Sun Bowl. 
I like Alabama minus six and a half on New Year's Eve against in the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State. Uh, on January 2nd, give me Illinois plus one against Mississippi State, but still RIP Coach Leach. Mm-hmm. And on January 2nd, also give me USC Tulane over 62. There we go. And make sure you follow me at FujiBets on Twitter. Follow Dan at dposk 13 and make sure most of all follow the, the pod at CFP underscore pod. There it is. And then my locks. Uh, real quick, over 51.5 with Notre Dame. Lock in Mississippi State minus one. We're fighting on that, but I feel good. Uh, we're together with locking Alabama minus six and a half. I'm locking Utah minus two and a half, and then the over 62 and a half for Ohio State. Do you have anything else to add before we let them go? No, man. We're, we'll have a pretty extensive and in-person national championship episode, so tune in for that, and we'll, we'll finish the season strong. There it is. Yep. Happy, happy bowl season, everybody, and we'll see you guys for the national championship. Uh, I'm Dan. That's Fuji. See you later.